Elkhart County is a place where quality craftsmanship, innovation, and collaboration result in a well-crafted life. With an appreciation for all things handmade and homegrown, we leave our mark on everything we hold. Elkhart County is well-crafted. Welcome to the people and places along the Heritage Trail in Elkhart County, Indiana podcast. Welcome back to another great episode of the People and Places Along the Heritage Trail podcast. We've got a lot of great information on this segment, so I'm not going to waste any time. I've got Jameson here with the Elkhart Parks and Recreation Department, and Jameson is going to tell us a little bit about things happening here in October. Hey, Jameson, how are you? I'm doing well. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for joining. And, you know, as we are winding up September here, um, certainly the weather has cooled off a little bit. And people are really looking to get out and maybe not sweat so much. And I know this year the parks has done a really, really good job at making some really cool um, investments and improvements in some of the park space. And I know that you just uh, opened up, had the grand opening for the new pickleball courts, which is, I mean, just the complete rage of all sports right now. Uh, Can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, so as you stated, uh, fastest growing sport in the nation right now. Um, it's becoming, it's it's historically viewed as something that uh, seniors partake in, but uh, that is quickly changing as a persona. And so there's youth programs coming up and everything that schools are doing, but um, we have decided that, you know, it's time that we, we jump on board. And so uh, there were some old tennis courts that Studebaker that we renovated, and now we have six dedicated pickleball courts there, uh, so we can run tournaments and all kinds of fun things, and uh, during our ribbon cutting, we had a tournament that first day, and uh, it's pretty pretty popular, uh, very successful. We're going to be working with court reserve so that people can rent out those or oh. reserve those courts at no yeah. cost, but um, that way, you know, you don't show up and nobody's there, or there's no playable surface. Um, so that was an amazing project. Uh, we're very happy to be able to do that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's the best time. It's fall right now. You're not sweating up a storm. So uh, if people haven't checked it out yet, I highly encourage them to get out there. We also have a new playground out there as well, which is fun. Oh, that is really nice. And, and that's not the only uh, improvements that you've made to some playground citywide. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Yeah. So this year, uh, we just this summer we just wrapped up high dive um, playground and so if you go there there's a new ADA accessible playground um, and so that's that's really neat it's off of Baldwin Street um, and that park has a lot of history it's actually one of my favorite parks in the city but uh, we're also right now doing the renovations to the tennis court there so um, that'll be a cool thing um, and that'll be ready in springtime but uh, we also added new swing sets at Langle Park and we're adding new swing sets at Weston Park on the west side of town. So, um, you know, not a ton of, of huge capital projects, but uh, splashing some things in here and there. Uh, and then we've got some plans for some much bigger capital projects that I'm excited to talk about soon, but they're not ready yet publicly, but good things are coming. Absolutely. And those little investments, um, you know, certainly if they're not huge monetary investments, they are huge for the communities that those uh, parks are in. And certainly, you know, as uh, as you start to develop some pickleball uh, tournaments and some healthy competition, you can bring up the whole family. Uh, and if they're not interested in, in cheering along that sport, you can hop on the swing sets and have some fun uh, in those areas. 
Now, certainly, Jameson, you and the team over at the Parks Department have not just done an incredible job with these improvements. You also have a lot of uh, planning that has happened this year for some fun fall events. Can you talk a little bit about what we've got coming up? Absolutely, yeah. Um, we have always said in parks that there's some seasonality to this field where you expect there to be a lot in summer and then you slow down the rest of the year. But I'm not sure we've we've learned that yet. Uh, we are rapidly <laughs> going for fall, uh, which is good. Um, but we we are stocked full for events for October, moving into November. And so yeah. uh, the first thing that's coming up uh, is the Hispanic Heritage Festival. That's going to be October 1st at Central Green or Central Park, as it's colloquially known, uh, downtown. And um, there's going to be 50 vendors there selling all kinds of great goodies, food. Uh, there will be a beer garden. There will be things that, you know, artist, artisanal crafters are selling. Um, and so it's just a, it's a great time to get out um, and celebrate our, our his, Hispanic neighbors. Uh, there's also going to be COVID shots and flu shots available for anybody who's interested in that. Uh, but yeah, be live music and all kinds of fun things. So uh, that's October 1st. And then we've got the Island Park Trunk or Treat, where we partner with several businesses um, and that's going to be some safe trick-or-treating. You go around Island Park and uh, make your rounds, and we try to prevent the kids from doing round two, but there's always a few. <laughs> and that, I mean, that um, trunk or treat on Island Park is such a cool event because you see all the kids lined up. There's only one entry point, and that is uh, right there on Sycamore Street, right? Off of Main Street. And so it's really easy to find. You basically just look for all of the fun costumes, and yeah. then it's such a fun, almost like parade around the park, and you do a great job at organizing uh, all of the vendors that give out the food and, and do the decorating and everything. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, we're fortunate enough to have a team that uh, really works well. And we partner with Lippert each year for that, uh, which is always a lot of fun. Yeah. And that is not the only kind of uh, event that you have that's fun with some trick-or-treating and that you guys are really uh, embracing that Halloween uh, time of the year. Yeah, yeah, we are, we're full blown into it. Uh, <laughs> we have staff that's getting costumes and everything. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fun, um, which is great because that's, that's what we try to do, right? We bring the fun. So, uh, we've got events all month, but, uh, after Island Park's Trunk or Treat, uh, we've got the Pine Not So Haunted Walk, um, because it's in Pinewood Park, which is behind Pinewood Elementary School. So it's a lot of pine, um, but, um, <laughs> people don't even realize that that's a park. There's tennis courts there. And then there's a, like an, a natural pathway that you can walk around the woods and, it's heavily pine trees, but um, that's going to be October 22nd on that Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, and it's geared towards little kids uh, to kind of introduce them to a spooky, not so haunted walk. And so there will be blow ups that the fire department and police department bring. And uh, there's candy that we give away. But essentially, it's just it's an experience for, for the littles and, and they love it. They really do. So, Jameson, I have to know, you talked about your team having costumes. What are you going as? Do you have a costume? I have a costume. Um, I am. I'm playing around with being Ron Swanson. Um, oh, Trek. yep. Uh, but that seems rather cliche. Um, they're going to be the Hocus Pocus sisters, some of them. Uh, so they'll be dressed up for that. Um, and then the rest, I'm not really sure what they're planning on. So it'll be a. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. 
Um, and I, I would imagine that because we have four different Halloween events, I'm sorry, three different Halloween events, uh, there will be ample changing costume opportunities. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. And you are rounding out October right before Halloween mm -hmm. with what I think is one of the biggest cult classic movies for this time of the year, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And yeah. this is not the first movie that the Parks Department does. You guys do these great events, but can you tell us very specifically about this Halloween drive-in? I can give you some specifics. I don't know about ah. specifically, but yeah, the Halloween drive-in movie is going to be at Ideal Beach. Uh, that's October 29th on that Saturday. Uh, and the gates open at five. The movie starts at six. We'll have concessions there. Um, there will not be any beer at this one, but uh, we'll have the concessions there. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. We work with monster uh, movie screens, and so um, people can drive in like they used to at the old theaters, park their cars, and uh, you know sit and hang out. Or you can bring a blanket and sit in front of all the cars. Uh, we have opportunities for both and. It's just, it, it really is a lot of fun. It kind of takes you back to that day and age where times were a little bit simpler, as they say. And uh, it's just a, it's a cool opportunity to do something different that you don't usually get to do. Absolutely. And all of that fun, I mean, like you said, there are four great events that are happening in the month of October. And that first one is that Hispanic Heritage Festival happening in just a couple of days. That's coming up this Saturday, October 1st. And then really you've got stuff um, all month, just to recap again, that Trunk or Treat is Saturday, October 15th, and then the Pine Not-So-Haunted Woods Walk is Saturday, October 22nd, and then right. wrapping up October on October 29th, that Saturday is that Hocus Pocus. I mean, so you have stuff for every day of October between the great parks, uh, the great pickleball mm -hmm. tournaments that people should be start starting to organize, those Saturday events. Um, what kind of fun things do you have coming up this winter? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> man, uh, let's get through fall for the most part. <laughs> I will tell you uh, that some of our plans were, were obviously we'll have the ice rink again. Yep. Uh, and we've got some great themed skates and programs going on for that. So will um, so Ron Swanson yeah. be making an appearance at one of the, the skate nights at Possibly. the water and ice park? Possibly, but if you know anything about Ron Swanson, it's that he doesn't <laughs> work too hard, so he <laughs> um, doesn't do past five o'clock. Um, that's not the show at all, but so yeah, so we've got that going on, um, but we are, we're looking to, to do some more recreational stuff this winter, so if people have ideas, send them in programs they want to see. Uh, our job is to answer the call for what we think people will want. And that job's a lot easier when people just tell us flat out, I want to do this, or I want you to do that. And we say, okay, we'll figure that out with you. Absolutely. And of course, uh, the parks does handle the rentals of some of the, the great pavilions that we have here in the city of Elkhart. So as you're looking at maybe those uh, corporate holiday parties or family gatherings, or even if you right, just need right. some more space for like Thanksgiving or anything like that, uh, they just contact the parks department for that. Absolutely. And you're going to want to do that earlier because uh, we're already pretty full for our Thanksgiving and and. Uh, Christmas weekends. So if people are interested, definitely get it in now. Everyone's always surprised at how early they have to do that. But I compare it to a flight, you know, uh, a couple months out is probably a good idea. Yep, absolutely. Jameson, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. Um, I am looking forward to all the events uh, that are happening. And I'm going to officially say I want to challenge you to a pickleball duel 
Um, I have oh. no idea how to play it, but uh, I did play uh, tennis through high school and college. So I think more qualified than me. Oh, well, then I am very much looking forward to that. And I hope that this uh, podcast eventually turns into a video type uh, so that people can see the domination uh, that happens there. I love it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, you, You just named the place and the time and I'm there. Perfect. Well, we will get that uh, scheduled and give a recap the next time we have you on. And with that said, I hope that you'll come back and share more about those themed skate nights and all the great things that the parks is working on as we get into a little bit later this year. And then certainly as we gear up for a fun spring next year. You can count on it. Thanks so much for having me on. Awesome. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Terry Mark with the Elkhart County CBB, and uh, my guests uh, today are Alan Stewart of the Hall of Heroes Superhero Museum and Chrissy Cornell of the Wellfield Botanic Gardens. How are the two of you doing today? Good. Good. Happy to be here with you, Terry. Great, and I'm excited to share uh, about this event that we're going to talk about. It's called the Garden of Villains. And if that doesn't get you interested, I don't know what, what will, but Alan or Chrissy, whoever wants to start, tell us a little bit more about what that is. Sure. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, Elkhart hasn't had a big Halloween event in, in decades, Terry, as, as we know. Um, so we wanted to bring something and, uh, you know, I approached Wellfield, you know, we've done the, the Hall of Villains haunted house for about 12, 15 years at the museum. It's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger over the years. And so we, you know, approached Wellfield to team up with them, have it at the gardens, thus the name change, Garden of Villains. And people are going to be able to see all the villains and captive superheroes as well. And Star Wars, DC Marvel superheroes, villains, and some Disney villains as well. Uh, throughout, you know, beautiful Wellfield Gardens, if people come to the Christmas event, they see all the lights. We're going to have Halloween lights. Um, and then all the characters throughout the gardens. It's, it's just going to be a fantastic event. That sounds great. So when, so when is this happening? This is going to take place uh, on October 14th and October 15th. So it's a two-day event, Friday and Saturday, and it runs from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. Okay. So what will people, like, should, should people come up dressed up or what, what, how do people participate in this? Oh, absolutely. We definitely encourage, you know, both adults and kids to dress up and uh, what the kids and adults can do is they can pick a side. You know, they can come dressed as a villain to help the villains torture the captive superheroes, or they can come as a superhero to help the captive heroes escape the villains. So it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interactive. It's going to be a great time. That's great. So is this going to be all throughout the gardens? There'll be like different, different, different uh, things happening in uh, the different locations? Yeah, it, it, the superheroes are going to be throughout most of the gardens. And then um, after they feed into the celebration garden, we will have some of our local everyday heroes here in Elkhart. Uh, so we've got the uh, fire department coming, EMT workers, the police department, and um, some animal heroes, uh, local animal shelters. We're also going to have the uh, Nicolas Cage screen used health cycle from the Ghost Rider films uh, oh. in there as well. Okay, cool. And uh, there'll be uh, concessions or like refreshments, drinks uh, available as well? 
Yep, yep. We are planning on having a couple of different food trucks here, uh, locally owned. Um, I know Hot Dog Eddie's will be here uh, and Dutch Colonel. Um, we got ice cream coming, right? We've got ice cream, yeah. yeah. I Vanilla love ice cream, ice so there's yeah. going to be ice cream. Vanilla bean will be here <laughs> as well. So right. lots to choose from. So hot dogs, popcorn, and ice cream. The adults, yeah. Yep. We're going to have yep. beer and wine tent for the adults. All right, cool. And beer and wine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Something for everybody. All right. So um, it's a two-day event. So as, as if I recall correctly, this is expanded from uh, from your previous uh, Hall of Villains, wasn't it? Was it? Was that? Uh, that was always a two-day event as well. But of course, we you know had limited because of you know the space in the museum limited right. for people. So now it's you know everybody can make it. Everybody can get in on time. And it's probably five times the size of what we've ever had in years past by moving it to Wellfield. Cool, cool. Well, is there anything about this event that I have uh, forgotten to ask you about or you want to want to say? Just come out and have a great time. Um, and then, you know, Chrissy, of course, has the information, the website and everything that people can get tickets. They're available now. Yep, they are available now. And if you buy them early, you will get the discount. Um, you can go to our website, Wellfield gardens.org wellfield gardens is all one word and um hit the link on the garden of villains and it'll give you all sorts of information uh it is uh all outside so definitely come dressed accordingly and we'd love to have everybody in in costume but uh costumes are not mandatory so uh come as you are and it is very family friendly the villains aren't going to be scaring the kids and stuff so it's not too scary for the little kids. So yeah, family friendly. Sounds great. <clears throat> and uh, if, if the weather's bad, like what should people plan for? Like what, is there like a rain? Um... Yeah, yeah, dress for the weather, dress for the weather. So rain, rain or shine, this is rain happening. Or shine, yep. Okay. Yeah. Unless a hurricane's coming through or a tornado. <laughs> okay, all right, sounds good. Well, thank you both for your time and uh, sharing about this and uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, we are too. We are too. It's going to be a great event, lots of fun. And um, we encourage you to obviously come out uh, at least one day, but you're welcome to come out both. All right. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Costume ready, buddy. Yeah. What's yeah. that? <laughs> advanced tickets, uh, Terry, if I didn't mention, uh, advanced tickets for adults and uh, kids 13 and up are $12. That's the discounted price. It will be $15 uh, the day of, um, and kids three to 12 are $8 uh, for an advanced ticket. It's $10 the day of. All right, great. <clears throat> well, we will see you there in the Garden of Villains then. Great, great. Hope you survived the experience. <laughs> Indeed. Right. I'm back and I am really excited to wrap up today's episode with a really fun event happening in Middlebury. I've got Chelsea with Joyfully Said with me here today. Chelsea, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Excellent. <laughs> so I am so excited to talk about the Mill Under the Lights Market mm -hmm. happening in just a few short weeks. It's happening uh, Saturday, October 8th, right? Right. Perfect. Yeah, that, <laughs> yes, exactly. How, I mean, oh my gosh, we are 
already coming right into October and certainly mother nature is making it feel like we need all of the pumpkin spice and all of the bonfires and everything. And I know the mill under the lights market is gonna help with some of those home decor items and everything. So Chelsea, let's get into it. You've got a lot of vendors that attend this market, right? We do. We, we do actually curate this market a little bit more carefully. And so the vendor count is a little less than our, our bigger summer artisan market, but it's definitely um, stacked with a lot of our very favorite vendors and the vendors that we know our customers really love. So we do have about 30 vendors. Oh, wow. And in addition to, I think about five food trucks and um and then we'll also be having a few live musicians playing throughout the event as well so oh gosh so let's start with the vendors i know you've got some uh kind of different categories uh you've got jewelry vendors and you've got soaps and candles mm -hmm. and it's a really good uh market to kind of kick off that holiday shopping season yeah definitely definitely so, and it's really fun because I certainly love, um, you know, stopping by Joyfully Said or Mustard Seed Marketplace right there at the mill. You you ladies have curated such a beautiful space. So it's always a great stop uh, to, uh, you know, swing by and pick up something for your own home or a gift. But when we look at Under the Lights Market, I mean, you've got some pretty cool jewelry vendors that are going to be there that can start to spruce up you know, some of those Thanksgiving outfits and certainly Christmas. And my gosh, I am in love with some of the vendors that have really beautiful pottery and different things. So I'm really excited to see what you've got going on there. Yes. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Please tell, <laughs> please tell the listeners a little bit more about what kind of things they can find. Yeah. So, well, something that is just so fun about these types of events is that you get to purchase from um, small businesses, a lot of makers that are making these items out of their own homes and with their own hands. And so to me, those are the kind of gifts that I love to give because they, they're just, there's just a special feel I feel, um, with those types of items versus choosing something from a big box store, nothing against big box stores. I still shop at them as well, but, um, there's just something more unique and special. I think when you can purchase from a small batch maker, such as those that we'll have at the market. And also those are um, some of the types of products you can see inside of Joyfully Set and definitely the mustard seed marketplace as well, so. Oh, absolutely. And when you talk about those um, smaller vendors, it certainly doesn't mean that they are not uh, pros and have some of the most amazing designs. It just really is that you get to meet the maker. Um, and that certainly underscores how how well-crafted uh, things here in Elkhart County are. But certainly um, an event is not a true event without some food, right? Right, yeah. So that's a really fun part of Under the Lights is just getting to sample from so many fun different food vendors. Um, we have Vanilla Bean Creamery coming out with their adorable truck. We have um, King's Barbecue, which is a great uh, staple here at the mill when we host events. Um, we also have Ben soft pretzels. I should have pulled my list out in front of me. Oh, no, you're absolutely fine. One thing that I am really interested in is you have the guilt-free protein donuts there. Yes. 
And that, um, I mean, certainly is such a cool vendor, um, but I'm really excited just about, I mean, you've got that, you've got some coffee. I'm, there's going to be a lot of great food and certainly yeah, you've got some music, mm -hmm. right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. We will be kicking off the evening with Lexi Adams and she will begin playing around 4.30 and then she will play for about an hour and a half. And then at 6.15, we have three North coming on stage and they, um, we kind of joke that they're like our house band. We've had them here several times, but they're, they're excellent. It's three guys. Their harmonies are amazing. They do a lot of really fun covers that everyone will recognize, um, but they're great. So yeah, two really, two really uh, wonderful musicians that um, will just, they just add so much to the vibe of the evening for sure. So oh, I'm very excited. And Chelsea, this event, like we've mentioned, it is October 8th. It runs from four to eight and you do need to get a ticket, right? Correct. Yeah. The tickets are $5. You can pre-purchase them online if you'd like. Um, we have a Facebook event set up called Market Under the Lights. Um, I believe is the name of the Facebook event, um, but you can purchase tickets through that. Um, and then you can also purchase them at the door for $6. So it's a pretty, a pretty minimal fee for, I believe all that you get at the event. Um, we also are offering 15% off store-wide inside Joyfully Said and the Mustard Seed Marketplaces as well. So you can kind of easily recoup that ticket cost when you- Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Chelsea, thank you so much for telling the listeners about this great event. I know uh, this is not the only event that you have at the mill. And let's remind the listeners, um, you know, we mentioned the mill, but that really is a combination of three really cool and unique uh, stores. Can you tell the listeners just a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So um, my husband and I are the owners of Joyfully Said. We do handcrafted wood signs. That's kind of the big thing that we're known for. And um, But we also have lots of other home decor and giftables and just all things that make your home feel special and cozy. And then we also have a second shop within the mill called Gathered Goods by Joyfully Said. And that's a little bit more of like a kind of... Um, old meets new general store. So kind of a modern version of a general store. Um, and that's located inside of the old mill, which is the oldest building in Middlebury. So that's kind of fun. It's got yeah. the old beams and wood floors from back in the 1800s, still, still in there. And then the third shop is the Mustard Seed Marketplace. And that's um, owned by my friend, Lisa Stoltzfus. And it's a... Um, she stocks her shop full of fair trade and give back brands and it's a gorgeous store lots of jewelry and clothing and other giftable items as well so um yeah it's it, really it fun is, stores <laughs> it really is i mean you nailed it it is a really stunningly beautiful building with some really incredible stores and Market Under the Lights is not the only event that you've got coming up this fall. Um, on your website, I know that you've got a list of several upcoming events, including a fall fashion fest and a holiday open house, and then certainly the Black Friday and Shop Small Saturday um, events that do happen uh, kind of throughout the country. But certainly we love it when our Elkhart County well-crafted facilities help those small business opportunities. Yeah. 
So yeah. <laughs> what, can you give, uh, can you give the listeners um, where the, where you're located and where they can go to get all of this information, including information about the stores and the events and everything? Sure. Um, yeah, we're located in Middlebury. We're at 402 East Warren Street. We're just a few blocks down from the main stoplight right on Main Street. Um, and you can find a lot of this information over on our website, which is joyfullysaid.com. And we have a tab at the top called the, that says the mill. So when you click on that, um, that kind of takes you to the main hub of information for the mill. Great. Thank you so much for joining me, Chelsea. I'm very excited for this event and um, really going to kick off my holiday shopping with it. Yeah, great. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun to get to share about this and we hope to see so many of your listeners out at Under the Lights next weekend. Great. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Learn more about Elkhart County, Indiana at visitelkhartcounty.com and plan your next adventure. Join us next time for more well-crafted stories about the people and places along the Heritage Trail.